When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, welcome back to another Cardinals Update podcast presented by me, Cardinals Update, or Jesus, or Duke, whatever you want to call me. And this episode, we're going to be basically focusing on what came out earlier today, which is the NFL PA grades, and sort of talk about how the Arizona Cardinals improved slightly and what they improved on and still what they need to improve on and what maybe things, hopefully in the 2025 report card, can change for the Cardinals and this organization as a whole. So to start off with, you know, last year's grades, they weren't the best. You know, most of the time they ranked last, tied for last, or 31st out of 32 teams for a lot of the major categories. Like, they had Fs throughout the whole report card. They had treatment of facilities, F, food, service, and nutrition, F-, minus, weight room, F-, minus, training room, F-, minus, locker room, F. So a lot of things... Especially like even on the good categories like um, training staff, uh, uh, strength, strength coaches, a lot of times they were still towards the bottom, which, you know, a lot of times that's just maybe the amount of training staff, maybe the amount of, of athletic trainers that they have at the facility might not be enough for, you know, all the players um, on the team. And some other teams might have more available um, athletic trainers or more um strength and conditioning staff that can just help people or individualize certain programs for for each athlete and i think that's you know a lot of times when you look back at the at the grades you might be like oh you know they had a they had a good grade but in retrospect you know a lot of people had amazing grades like if the consensus you know was around just a a plus and you got a b plus it might look good on paper but at the same time it's not as good just compared to the rest of the week so a lot of the the categories last year basically all of them or just really just below standard last of the league, like I said. And the only team that was really tied with them, quote unquote, for like the last place or just even below them on certain categories was just the Washington Commanders. And that just was a toxic work environment. And everyone knows what happened with, with Snyder. And, and, you know, they had to change the whole ownership. And that was a whole, a whole thing that happened. So, you know, being the Cardinals, having you know, the 31st worst team in, in terms of this PA grade last year, it really hurt just because, you know, as fans, you know, outside of the facility looking in, you know, you, you see everything that looks good from the outsider's perspective. Perspective, You don't see everything that, that that is bad within the organization. Like, you know, a lot of things came out the past, you know, 18, 24 months where they had bid well with the, with the, discrimi- with the discrimination clause um the one that was with steve wilkes 
you also have the arbitration case with him and just uh, uh, with uh, Steve Kime last year with the burner phones and stuff like that. And then you have, you know, Bidwell just creating a toxic work environment for, you know, people of color, minorities, and just, you know, women in general. So just a lot of things have been looked bad upon or just the Cardinals organization has just been seen as just a lower tier organization for quite some time now. I think it started off with, with Michael's dad, Bill Bidwell. And I think just him being a cheap owner, not willing to pay players, even, you know, there's stories that come out at that time or just a few months ago, really just about, you know, the, the Cardinals when they first came to Arizona in, in, in the nineties and the early two thousands, when Bidwell was Bidwell Senior was still the owner of the team, he would mail the players their game checks, and he would take out you know whatever it costs to 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 mail uh, the game check to a team. So you have you know uh, an NFL check, but then it, it it's taking out you know a couple dollars just to send the just to mail a check, and so just little things like that, just trying to nickel and dime everyone as much as they could was just, in my opinion, originally put on from Bidwell Sr. And I think, you know, Michael Bidwell right now, I think he he's kind of fell victim to sort of, you know, seeing how his dad ran things, seeing how, you know, Steve Kime ran things and just being sort of like like and like 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 aloof, basically just being oblivious and not understanding just how you're supposed to run an NFL franchise, a billion dollar franchise you know, in the NFL nowadays. And with these NFL grades, I think it's a great thing that stuff like this does come out. So, you know, maybe, you know, giving Michael the benefit of the doubt, you know, hopefully he just didn't realize that he was so behind on certain things. Maybe he thought the way he was running things, you know, within the Cardinals organization was how things ran just across the NFL as a whole, because that's maybe how he saw his father run things. And maybe he thought himself, he thought of himself, you know, a little bit better, like, oh, you know, I'm not going to, do some certain things that my dad did, you know, I'm trying to spend some money, you know, I bought a private jet for the players, I, you know, our stadium has real grass for the players, and, you know, we have a nice football stadium, and everything looks great, but, you know, looking into things, like, for last year, the floorboards, they said, were lifted, and even some, some Eagles staff and players came out and saying that the Cardinals um, weight room was just not up to par, doesn't have enough space, the floorboards were, were, uh, were a workout hazard, and different things like that where they just, you know, the locker room is 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 worse than some high school locker rooms too. So just overall, these grades, you know, some people might take offense to them. But I think, you know, for the most part, 90, 95% of people honestly think that these grades are, are, are improving the Cardinals organization. The same way as, you know, getting new people, you know, people from outside the organization, getting them within the Cardinals organization and trying to change things. Is also something that's going to help, you know, the Cardinals, Bidwell, and um, the organization as a whole, you know, get with the times and trying to be one of those premier, top of the line um, franchises. You know, you bring in someone like Amani Asafor who came from, uh, who came from New England, who came from Tennessee, and has you know that winning culture instilled in him, where he's able to, he's been to two major franchises you know throughout his career and he he's seen how things work how things don't work and you know he understands you know everyone in that organization have seen these report cards for 2023 and same thing with Jonathan again and you know he's came from the Colts he's came from the Vikings he came from Philadelphia so the Vikings you know 
last year they were i think number one this year they're number two and the colts are, are are up there too um the eagles are up there too in terms of like their standard of you know their weight room and their locker room and just how they treat you know the athletes the athletes families and you know just everything as a whole food nutrition diet just everything that that you would see on a day-to-day basis for a player just throughout the whole season just little things that happen you know gannon and, and monty have been through you know some good organizations that they're able to see hey this is not how normal nfl franchises run things and this is how we're going to change it and be better so a lot of things have improved from 2023 to 2024 obviously you know it's difficult to make wholesale improvements you're not going to go from all f's to to all a's and now just because of one off season, especially a short off season where Austin Fort barely got in, you know, late January in 2023. And then Gannon was here February, 2023. So less than a year or about one year that they've been on the job. You know, it's not many changes that you can make within a year, but you know, we, we, we're hearing that the Cardinals, you know, they're, they're, they're updating their training facility. They're having a lot of the, the front office people, move from the training facility to the stadium just to renovate everything there hopefully they're renovating a bunch of things i hear you know rumors rumors that they're going to renovate the locker room you know hopefully soon they just have to get you know people out out of there and just renovate it just make it an nfl locker room or even like a nice division one locker room i i know you know i think most of you have probably seen like images circulating around where it's just like foldable chairs it's just a big open space it just feels like a high school locker room it feels like a division two locker room a community college locker room where it's just like a big space and you have tiny lockers everywhere and you're not able to fit a bunch of stuff you know you, you see sometimes videos of like the vikings locker room or, or the texans locker room or like even in in college football alabama lsu like all those different locker rooms where they have you know tvs and panels up top you know you have a place for your cleats you have a place for your sneakers you have a place for your for your shoulder pads you have like ventilated everything you have you have a lock con- uh, compartment where you're able to put a code in, you know, you lock out your valuables in there. You have chargers in there. You have an ability to lean back on some nice reclining, you know, cushioned chairs instead of just foldable chairs. Just a lot of things like that have been around for the past, you know, five years. And, you know, just I think you we've seen it more in the past five years just for just because like behind the scenes um, stuff that colleges that NFL teams put out or locker room speeches that you're able to see just everything around. But in general, just updating the locker rooms is just a, a, a major thing. So going into um, the 2024 grades, a lot of them look better. But just overall, it's still not passing. You know, these are report cards. So, you know, you have A, B, C, D, and F grades. And just a lot of them just are not up to par. So you have some improvements. Treatments of families went up from an F to a D plus. Which is great because, you know, obviously those are the players and the people that are, you know, behind the players and kind of are in their ears. So, you, you know, treating the players and their families right is like first and foremost for game days, for, you know, whenever they come in during training camps so or just stuff like that. Um, they went up from, you know, last year they were tied for last with well, at 29th overall and this year they're 19th. So they have a D plus, you know, close to the C mark, which is an improvement they they added a a child daycare for game day at the stadium and i think we've seen pictures of it i know i posted it 
on social media where they had a picture of the child daycare and it, I don't know where it is in the stadium, but it's close to the field where they are just able to have the kids there. So the parents and whatever can, can just enjoy the game. You have a free daycare there. Um, another thing that upgraded from last year to this year is the food slash cafeteria, which last year it was an F minus and this year is a D. So like I said, not that much of an upgrade, but I mean, it's still an upgrade nonetheless. And just different things that they've improved on, which is just like bare minimum things, which is not charging the players for lunch and you know, just having actual a cafeteria there instead of just like fold up tables and chairs that they're able to sit around. You actually have a, a, um, a cafeteria where the players, staff and can, can, can go and eat and grab a meal. Um, some new um, grades that were not there last year was the head coach. And it's one thing that I want to highlight. It, it's a new category. The Cardinals ranked, you know, pretty highly on. Obviously, it's not the highest, but they had an A-, minus, which is 15th in the league. And like I said, it's a new category, so there wasn't anything last year in regarding the head coach. And this is what they said for John the Gannon. They said 90% of players feel head coach John the Gannon is efficient with their time. And the players feel that Gannon is very willing to listen to the locker room, which is, a, which is a great thing. Like I said, a lot of these changes in my eyes have came with Monty Austin for and John the Gannon just being from, from outside the organization and seeing how actual nfl organizations run things with the eagles and with the with the titans and with the patriots and with the with the vikings where we're getting from and just seeing all that and bringing that here in, the, in arizona i think is going to be a, a major change and hopefully you know they change the locker room like i said and they change different parts of their training facility just to to keep up with like the vikings and, and, the, and the dolphins where you know they're they're top of the line and that's what everyone's striving to get to um, another thing, another new category that they added was ownership. And last year, it, it was kind of like an like the report cards were just an overarching view of the Cardinals' ownership and organization, not just the Cardinals, but just in general, teams as a whole. But this year, they have a specific category for ownership, and the Cardinals were ranked, you know, close to last. They were ranked. They had a F grade, which was thirtieth in the in the NFL. And, you know, the reason they, they, they put it right here, they say club owner Michael Biddle receives a rating of a 5.8 out of 10 from the Cardinals players when considering his willingness to invest in the facilities, which, like I said, is ranked for 30th overall. And I think overall that, you know, it helps bid well money awesome for and like and the front office the people that actually are behind the scenes that run the Cardinals organization. It helps them realize, you know, what you need to get better at. You know, in my eyes, you know, seeing how in the past year Bidwell has been able to go outside the organization and hire someone like Amani Asafor, hire, have, have Amani Asafor go through different um, head coach interviews and hire the guy that he likes in John McGannon and them, you know, changing some stuff, although it's, it's minor, having them not, not pay for food, having them build a daycare at the facility, having them you know, move some front office people outside of the training facility and upgrading the training facility, having them upgrade the weight room, having them, you know, upgrade the indoor, you know, bubble area. So there's little things like that is, is why I think Bidwell can improve on this grade. I think he does have the willingness to 
to spend money and upgrade different parts of the organization. I mean, he bought a, obviously this is not the end all be all, but I mean, he's bought a jet for the team. He, he has natural grass at the facility. So just little things for the players, I think shows that he can improve. Obviously, you know, reputation is going to precede him because of his father and because how things were before these, these report cards last year, like I said, with the food and with the daycare and just, having the cafeteria not up to date, not having an actual cafeteria. So just little things like that, I think he can improve on. I think with Austin Fort and with Gannon, he's taken a step back in like being really hands-on within the organization. He's been more like how an owner should be, just trying to prop up the, the Cardinals and trying to get them out there, you know, in the global eye and have the football people like Austin Fort, like Gannon, like a Dave Sears and, you know, other people around the organization having them focus on the football and the players and running the, running the team on a day-to-day basis, which I think is a great thing to see for this organization to, to get, to, to, to be improved and to, to keep on improving. I think, like I said, Bidwell, I don't think he's scared to spend money. He's always spent money in free agency. You know, obviously it was bad because Kime was spending the money, but I don't think Bidwell had a problem actually, you know, giving him the money to spend it. And, you know, with these grades, if you guys want to go look at it, it is on my Twitter. If you guys want to go see every breakdown for all the different categories, you know, I have it all posted out, you know, comparing last year to this year and just the little snippets that they gave, you know, in terms of why each category received that certain grade. And, you know, for you guys that are going to go look at it, I think, you know, one thing that I was reading through the NFLPA and what JC um, Treader said about it he says the the rankings aren't really as important just because it's difficult to rank it if a bunch of teams have an a on a certain um category it's difficult to to rank them you know 11 12 13 14 but he says that the main importance um is to focus on the letter grade itself just because that just shows how good of the organization or maybe not the organization but it let's say the treatment of family is the first one if the Cardinals had an A in it and they're ranked 20th or 28th or whatever it is, then that, that's not really uh, an indictment on the, on the organization for that specific category. It just, you know, shows that everyone in the NFL is doing good in that category. And, you know, although they're ranked 28th, you know, they have an A plus grade. So just little things like that, you know, if you guys want to go look at it, you know, like I said, it's on my Twitter. Um, it's also on my Instagram too, if you guys want to go check it out, just a more condensed version of it. And yeah, that's basically all I have for you guys right now. Um, whenever other things, you know, do break, you know, we are in the middle of the combine week. So if any news comes out in terms of, you know, how prospects did at the combine, you know, I'll certainly go put it out on social media. And yeah, that's basically all, like I said, ha- I have for you guys right now. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have any questions, feel free to DM me, you know, leave a comment, leave, leave a review if you guys uh, would like to. And yeah, that's it. Thank you guys.